Any measure of success that you believe I have, it comes from my prayer life. Any measure of peace that you may feel from me comes from my prayer life. It comes from my faith pillar, and it comes from the time that I spend in that prayer room. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Wealth. And as a matter of fact, it's not just another episode. This is our three-year anniversary. Yay. Oh my gosh, three years have flown by so quickly. We launched this podcast September 14th, 2017. And I am so grateful to see not only three years, but 165 episodes of content that was only created to help this generation understand that wealth is not merely about money and material possessions. To teach this generation that wealth is truly about the condition of well-being. And so instead of all of the other things that we as a society have come to believe about wealth and what it takes to actually build wealth. It has really been my heart to share the things that have impacted my life in such a profound way when I went from losing everything in the recession and scraping up change to completely rebuilding. I just wanted a space to share what I believe is the truth about wealth. And so I'm so grateful for three years of being able to do this work, to live my life's purpose and to truly be fulfilled because of the impact I know it is making on the lives of purpose chasers and OG listeners all over the world. And so while I am extremely celebratory, I am also feeling very heavy and I'm grateful for the three years, but I'm also like you, constantly on this roller coaster ride of emotions because of just the state of our country, of our world in 2020 as a whole. It's just been a tough year. And I went back and forth about what I was going to do to celebrate my three-year anniversary. And it just kept feeling like, you know, what should I do? Should I do a best of? Should I invite some friends to wish me happy anniversary? Should I invite listeners to send in voice clips? And all I kept hearing was pray. And so I would go, okay, like pray for purpose chasers. So I would stop (laughs) and pray privately. And then I'd still be like, okay, so about the episode though, what am I supposed to do? Like, what do I want to do? And Anyone who knows me knows that I consider myself to be very spirit led. So while I'm definitely a business person and I believe in structure, I believe in systems, I believe in strategy, what it all comes down to for me most often is what does my spirit say? And so when I kept going back and going back, it was like, you need to pray. And I was like, but pray where? Because I've already prayed in my private prayer room. (laughs) And I felt pray on the podcast. And I was like, oh no, because that's scary. You know, I can pray with my prayer partners who I pray with every week. You know, I can pray with friends and family, but pray on the podcast. That was scary. It was out of my comfort zone. 
But if you've been listening all year, you also know that my word for the year has been obedience. It's been obedience. So here I am wanting to celebrate three years of doing this work, 11 years of being in this space. And I realize that it's one thing to talk about the faith pillar, but it's another thing to demonstrate it openly. And I recognize that with influence comes responsibility. And I know that many of you who listen to this podcast, you found me in many different ways. Some of you have been OG listeners. You knew me back in the day when I was a regular on a nationally syndicated radio show. Some of you have been introduced to me through summits and virtual trainings. And some of you have seen me live on stage or you've heard me on the radio or seen me on television or found me through social media or you just stumbled upon me in this podcast app. But here's what I need you to understand. Any measure of success that you believe I have, it comes from my prayer life. Any measure of peace that you may feel from me comes from my prayer life. Any confidence or discipline that you believe you see me demonstrate, it comes from my faith pillar. It comes from my prayer life. And it comes from the time that I spend in that prayer room. And so I'm very clear that this anniversary or anything else that I've done is not because of my own strength. It's not because I'm so smart. It's not because of anything, you know, that we may want to give credit to. I truly believe that it comes from the time that I commit to my prayer life. And so let me say this. I know that many of you purpose chasers are not Christian and you're not particularly religious or anything like that, but you love the message of redefining wealth. And I understand, and I love that you can get the bigger picture, especially in a time like this where the spirit of offense just runs rampant, right? So I need you to know that there's no judgment from me, regardless of what you believe. And I'm not here to offend you today, but I also need you to know that I pray for you all the time anyways. The only difference is, Today, you're going to audibly hear me do it. And I hope that you can receive the sentiment without any offense. If you have to replace God with whatever makes you comfortable, then do what works for you. But don't turn this off because I need you to believe these thoughts for yourself. I need you to believe at least that these promises and the things that I want to pray over you they extend to you no matter who or what you think you believe in or know you believe in in this moment. And so again, there's nothing in me that wants to offend, but on this three-year anniversary, I have to be real about how I've had the perseverance to push through on many times when I didn't have the words, I didn't have the strength, I didn't have an idea in my head for that week and just the global impact that this podcast has made, for me, I have to be real about where I know it comes from, for me. So I just pray that you can receive my heart. And I just need each and every one of you to know that I am so grateful for what you 
have done in my life and how you've allowed me to be a part of your life for the last three years or the last three days, whenever you found me. So without further ado, we're going to jump in to the prayers that I've prayed for you in each pillar. Now, these were prayed on different days. (laughs) They were prayed in different places, everywhere from my car uh, to my prayer room. But I pray that you can receive it and that it's a blessing to you. So with that being said, let's jump in. This is my prayer for the fifth pillar, Lord. I pray that we learn to honor our temples, Father God. We know that because you've given us a vision for our lives, it is our duty and responsibility to protect the only vessel we get, Father God. And yet, even with the best of intentions, even when we set New Year's resolutions, even when we say it's a new month, it's a new week, it's a new year, I will start treating my temple better on Monday, Father God. Many of us fall short and we just want to come, God, and ask for your strength and ask for the stamina, the energy, the the want to, to do the right thing for our bodies, Father God, because our bodies are the only way that we can accomplish the work that you have given us to do in this world. We pray that we learn to honor and nourish our bodies, Father God. We pray to be more mindful of what we are putting into our bodies, Father God. We repent for the use and abuse of our bodies, Father God. We know that we are in a hustle and grind culture, Father God. We know that so many perpetuate this idea that we need to stay up all night, that we need to work all day, skip lunch, do all these things, God. But we know that we are called to attract the wealth, prosperity, and abundance that you have for us. There is no reason for us to grind our ways into success, grind our ways into wealth, grind our ways into opportunities, Father God. When you said all we have to do is obey and the blessings will overtake us, Father God. So let us Approach this with a spirit of grace, Father God, with a spirit of ease and peace, not with grinding at all, God. We repent for every time that we thought we could outwork your blessings, Father God. We repent for every time that we didn't take care of ourselves because we thought by not, we were actually doing something. We were actually moving something forward quicker, sooner, faster, God. We pray for healing of diseases that could have been prevented that we brought on because we did not take care of ourselves, Father God. We pray for diseases that are hereditary, God. We pray for diseases that might be generational curses, Father God, but we break them. We break them in this season, Father God. We break them in this generation. We pray for protection from anything out there in the world that seeks to still kill, destroy, hurt, or harm us. And just ask that our immune systems are built up, Father God, not just our physical immunity, Father God, but even our minds. We know that this time is exhausting. We know that it is literally created to mentally fatigue us, Father God. And in addition to being physically equipped, physically fit, God, we pray that you can mentally fortify us. We pray because we know that so many people are annoyed by our anointing. Sometimes they can't see that it's from you, God. They don't understand how that works. And so we walk into cubicles and offices and different arenas, Father God, where people just want to be dramatic or start rumors or have issues, have challenges. And because we're not always mentally fortified, because we don't always know what the word says, because we're not always prepared um, to understand that our greatness requires us to expect resistance, Father God, we fall. 
We slip into old patterns. We slip into gossip. We slip into comparison. We slip into imposter syndrome. We slip into all type of things mentally, Father God, that do not serve us. They do not serve you. So I ask that you cover us as purpose chasers, Father God, that you don't allow anything, anyone, any circumstance to rob us mentally of our purpose, of what we are called to do, God. I pray that you remove limiting beliefs. I pray that you remove unsupportive stories, old stories that no longer serve us, God, and replace them with new ones that validate who we are in you, that validate our purpose, that validate our birthright and our right to move forward in this life, Father God. Protect our mental health. Protect our mental health in a world that just seeks to wreak havoc on it, God. And I pray for the brothers and sisters who listen to this podcast, God, who are under my voice right now, who are dealing with mental illness, Father God. May they, may they be covered. May you send people around them that understand, that love, support, and encourage them, Father God. I don't care if it's depression or anxiety or bipolar disorder or schizophrenia or any number of mental illnesses, Father God. You can create the perfect combination of divine support and professional support to aid them. And I just pray that they know that they are loved, that they are seen, that they are heard, that they have no reason to be ashamed, that there is still purpose in their life, for their life, and that there is so much to do, Father God. I pray for those of us who have family members and close friends who are dealing with mental illness, that you give us the the words, that you give us the right tools, that you give us the resources to be a true support to those that we love, Father God, that we don't judge, that we don't shame, that we don't embarrass, that we don't try to pray away, God, but that we co-create and that we work with with um, the prayers and the professionals, Father God, to help them get the results that will just allow them to live long, healthy, productive lives, God, that allow them to serve you. I am so grateful for the revelations that you've given us around this fit pillar, God. And I just pray, I pray that we come to understand, Father God, how important it is to protect and fortify our mind and our body. There is no wealth building without mental and physical well-being. We are not here simply to earn money to pay for prescriptions that we cannot pronounce in our latter years, Father God. Allow us to make this an important part of how we live our days and how we live our lives from this day forward. This is a prayer for the people pillar. Father God, I just ask first that you allow the people that are in our lives who really matter to know that they matter to us, Father God. I pray that we start to shift the way we interact and the way we talk to and deal with and respond to the folks that we say we love, Father God, in a way that allows them to know that they are truly loved, God. We ask that you allow us to know the difference between being present and being present, Father God, knowing that physical presence is not enough but attention is required, Father God. Being aware, being alert, being mindful of the people that are around us, God, are so important. It's so important for us to be able to truly create relationships that matters you've called us to, Father God. I pray for every mother that is in this community who is under the sound of my voice, Father God. I pray against any spirit of mom guilt. 
I pray against any spirit that would allow her to feel like because she is pursuing and chasing her purpose, she is no longer the best parent she can be, Father God. I pray for that tug of war that is in her heart, that tug of war, God, because you have called her to both, Father God. And I pray that that limiting belief is bound and sent back to the pits of hell where it belongs, God. I pray for boundaries in our life, Father God. I pray for the many times that we have allowed people And we have allowed their circumstances, their finances, their challenges, their situations to get in the way of what you have called us to do, Father God. And so in creating relationships that matter, God, I know that there are people around us who we love, who we can never do without, Father God. However... We need to set boundaries, God, and be strong in that area. We need to recover from being people pleasers, God, because we can't chase purpose and be people pleasers, God. Chasing purpose is going to mean sometimes that we tick a few people off, that we don't require their validation anymore, that we don't need their yes and amen, that we don't need their say so, Father God, because we know who we are and whose we are, God. But protect those relationships if they are meant to be, God, and if they are not, We ask that you untie those relationships. You don't have to burn the bridge, Father God. We don't want to always burn the bridge, but we do pray that you can help us untie, help us speak our peace and say what needs to be said, Father God. I pray for protection over our families, over our children, our spouses, our parents, our nieces and nephews, our significant others. Father God, that everyone who is in touch with us, Father God, be covered. Even if they have no relationship with you, are not interested, that you see to it that because of our prayers, their lives are fortified, Father God. I pray that you can mend broken relationships, God. Sons that are no longer speaking to fathers, daughters who are no longer speaking to mothers, brothers and sisters who are on the fray, Father God. Any relationship in our lives, God, where maybe we were at fault or we feel the other person was at fault, God, we just pray for forgiveness to come in, God. And we understand that forgiveness is not even about the other person. It's about us, God. We want um, our purpose to be released in this world, God. And we know that holding on to unforgiveness is a blocker to purpose. It blocks purpose. It blocks our ability to think clearly and to move forward in clarity, Father God. And so we pray for forgiveness. We pray for forgiveness, not just of friends and family where maybe there was a disagreement, God, but we pray for our enemies. We pray for the people who have raised up against us, Father God. We pray for the people who gossiped and started rumors and done their best to throw us off course, Father God. We have compassion for them, God, for what would make someone rise up against a child of God in that way, God. Forgive them for they know not what they do, Father God. And I pray for the same compassion for them, that the compassion that we desire from you when we don't do the right thing, when we don't respond in love, when we don't show up as the way we are supposed to, Father God, the same compassion that we ask you for, the new grace and new mercy that we ask you for every day, Father God, I pray that we can extend that to our enemies, Father God. I pray that our enemies receive such a download of purpose that they have no reason, no time, no 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 desire to keep bothering us, to keep messing with us, Father God. And we know that in your word in Exodus, it says you have to remove the enemies little by little, God. You remove them little by little so you can continue to build us up and strengthen us, God. And we are grateful, Father God. We pray that 
You will continue to fight for us, Father God. You also say in Exodus that you will fight for us and we shall hold on to your peace and remain at rest, Father God. And so no matter what situations we're going that are going on in the people pillar right now at this very moment, Father God, we know that we should remain at rest, God. We know that we should forgive. We know that we should let some folks go. We know that there are boundaries that need to be put in place. We know that it's not all gonna happen overnight, Father God, but I pray that so much of it happens suddenly, Father God. I pray that opportunities to talk to our loved ones, to set boundaries, to apologize, to get forgiveness or give forgiveness, Father God, that you don't allow it to to, to go on and on and on, Father God, that you allow us to just break free, break free of any holds that are on us in this area, Father God, because we know that so much of the wealth that you have stored up for us comes from relationships, Father God. We know that our greatness cannot be built in isolation, Father God. I pray for the people pillar, God, that purpose chasers know how to ask for support, Father God. I pray that any past memory that would bring up fear or rejection every time we ask for something, God, that that just be bound and left in our past, Father God, but that in going forward, we understand that we need people. We need people, Father God. We are all different parts of the body and we need each other in order to do the work that you've called us to do, God. I pray that you send the right people. I pray that you send the right community. I pray that you send prayer warriors and encouragers and supporters to gird up every single person in this community, Father God. I think about when Moses's arms were getting weak and he couldn't hold them and you sent Aaron and her to hold his arms up, Father God. I pray for all of those people who have big tasks ahead of them, who are doing big things in this next season, who have big dreams and aspirations for the rest of 2020, Father God, that you allow them to receive support, that you send them people whose assignments are to support them, whose assignments are to lift their arms up, Father God. I pray that we don't reject the help because we're not aware that we can't do this alone, Father God. I pray that we don't reject the help because we feel unworthy, Father God. I pray that we don't reject the help because we don't know what to say or do. Give us the words and give us the the freedom to delegate. Give us the understanding that it's the only way. It's the only way. And allow us to use wisdom and discernment with the people that we allow in our lives, Father God. Never again let us assume that we are above other people's bad behavior, Father God. Give us wisdom and discernment. Allow us to see people for who they are the first time, Father God. Allow us to be more wise in the choices of the people that we put around us, Father God, whether they be friends or significant others, people on our teams, Father God. Strengthen us in this pillar because we understand that there is no way to build wealth without people. A prayer for the space pillar. Father God, I just ask that you reveal to us how important this pillar really is, God. I just ask that more of us understand that so much of how we show up and what we have the capacity for is because of the space that we are in, Father God. We know that you have called us in the space pillar to set up our lives to support us, Father God. We know that you've called us to do things decently and in order, Father God, and yet we have let things go too far. We have let things become too cluttered, God. And by clutter, I don't mean junk. I don't mean hoarders, Father God. I mean even holding on to things neatly and nicely that no longer serve us in this season of our lives, Father God. I 
pray for the purpose chasers that are holding on to things from decades before, Father God, that remind them of one of the worst seasons of their lives, Father God, remind them of one of the worst times, puts their mind back to memories that you have tried to blot out for their sake, Father God, and yet they keep coming back to it because they won't release these things from their physical grip, Father God. I pray for the energy and the space that we occupy, Father God. I pray for the peace in the space that we occupy, Father God. I pray that you remove anything negative, anything old, anything that does not serve or support, Father God. I pray that we can use our space to teach people how to treat us, Father God. I pray that the more we respect the space that we occupy, Father God, the more others do, God. The more they honor our boundaries, Father God. The more they understand what we will and will not tolerate in our space, Father God. We know that clutter is the physical manifestation of chaos in our mind, God. So show us where to begin, God. There are answers that we are waiting on, God, that we can't get to. Allow us to open our eyes right now and see where we need to clean up and then be bold enough to take radical action to do it, Father God. Allow us to not put it off for the summertime, put it off for spring cleaning, God. Allow us to get radical and bold and make a decision today that we will go and find these pockets that are in our space that are preventing us from the success that we wanna see, Father God. And I pray that you give us quick wins. I pray that you give us quick wins, Father God. I pray for the financial blessings that will come because of clearing up space, Father God, because of selling things, because of finding old checks, because of finding surprise checks in the mail that we never did open up, Father God. I pray for quick wins, quick wins, quick wins, Father God. I pray for new habits, new routines, new rituals, Father God, that support having a sound space, Father God. I pray that new ideas begin to download, God. I pray that instantly as we clean up, Father God, it's like a clarity just drops in our spirit and the things that we've been asking about and the things we've been seeking clarity for, Father God, all of a sudden the answers appear, Father God. Allow it to feel miraculous to your people, Father God. Allow it to be something that they tangibly and physically feel and experience so that they know what it is and so that they know that it has to be a part of their lives, Father God. I pray for purpose chasers that are dealing with other people in their space, God, who want to do the right thing and they want to clean up and they want to have more peace and organization and beautify the space, but there is somebody in the space who's trying to prevent that, Father God. I pray that they not be bewildered by that. I pray that they not be turned off by that at all, God, but that they continue to press forward and do the best that they can so that they can get the results and be the example to the other person, Father God, to the other people. And if the other people never conform, Father God, I pray that you bless them with the peace of that space that they occupy, God. I pray that you bless them with the peace of that space that they occupy. I pray that nothing that anyone else in that space is doing prevents them from being able to get the clarity that comes with cleaning up clutter, Father God. I just pray so much for this pillar, God. I pray so much that purpose chasers all over the world understand the importance of protecting their space, of protecting their peace, of getting things decent and in order, God, so that you can move through them, so that you can work through them, God. And again, I pray even for those things that seem okay, that seem in order, that seem beautiful, that you reveal to them 
what has to go, what must go in order for your glory to come in, Father God. Show them what it is, God. I don't I don't know. I feel so strongly that there's someone right now who's listening, Father God, and there is something that they're going back and forth about in their spirit about, well, that's neat, that's organized, and my mom gave it to me, and so-and-so gave it to me, but God, I declare that if, if they feel this check in their spirit, Father God, that they don't think twice about going to toss it, Father God, and that you replace it with so much more, that you replace Replace it with so much more, Father God. You have so much in store for us, Father God, but our grips are are holding on so tightly to things that don't need to be around us anymore, Father God. And I just pray that fingers start to open up and palms start to show, Father God, so that you can place in our hands what we truly need in order to build the wealth that you are calling us to. Amen. A prayer for our faith pillar. Father God, I just pray against any spirit of spiritual amnesia, Father God. I pray that when we get weary and worn, especially in times like this, that we don't forget everything that we've come through, God, that we don't forget the many times that you have heard our prayers, that you've answered our prayers, the many times that we thought we would not make it. And yet here we are, here we stand, Father God. We repent for any spiritual malnutrition that we have allowed, God, all the times that we pretended to be too busy, Father God, that we were looking to find time instead of making time to get in your word, that we thought that snacking on devotionals or listening to praise and worship music was enough, Father God. We just ask that, you know, for our faith pillar, God, that we understand the importance of creating a space, creating a time, consecrating ourselves to certain times where we can get intentional, about how we spend time with you. I pray against any spirit of being too busy. And I ask that no matter what we say, we believe in God, that we make time for what we say we believe, that we commit to the word, that we commit the principles to memory, Father God. I pray that we actually be doers and not just hearers of the word. I pray that for those of us who are challenged with memory, who are challenged with remembering scriptures, who feel like this is about perfection, Father God, that you allow us to sit that to the side so we can focus on relationship, God. I pray that our faith be fortified in ways that we've never seen before. I pray that as we get hungry and thirsty for the word, that you allow it to be a part of us, a part of our DNA, a part of just who we are in our everyday speech, in our everyday movement, God, so that it's not about trying to remember these perfect scriptures, God. It's about being. It's about who we're being when trials come. It's about who we're being when we're tempted to judge. It's about who we're being when we could go in one direction because our flesh is calling us in that way, God, but our faith is reminding us that that's not who we are anymore, God. I just pray for strength. I just pray for the strength to fight all of the spirits, all of the the doubt, the fear, the insecurity, all the things that come upon us that make us feel like we're not worthy to be in relationship with you, that we're not worthy to commune with you, that we're not worthy of love, that because of what we've done, we're no longer useful in the kingdom, Father God. I pray that we start to see our stories and our testimonies as the very reason that we're here, God. I pray that we acknowledge that the pain and the different things that we've been through in our past, God, were not here to break us. They were here to mold us and shape us into who you were calling us to be, Father God. I pray for those of us who struggle with our past and think that that's a barrier to getting to you, that 
We actually see that nothing we experienced happened to us. It happened for us, Father God. And I pray that our faith allows us to forgive people, circumstances, situations, events from our past that when we think about them, we think that it defined who we would be. I just ask that we have compassion for ourselves and others, God. I pray that we forgive ourselves and others. I pray for a peace that transcends all understanding. I pray that we get back to the simplicity of being in relationship with you. I pray that anything that is coming to attack, to try to attack our faith and our belief, our morals, our values, our principles, the parts of us that want to be the best versions of ourselves, the parts of us that have the best of intentions, God, that you just fortify it because our spirit is willing, but our flesh, our flesh is weary. And so we need support. We need to remember that the snacking is not enough. And we need to recommit. We pray for the strength to recommit every time we just feel like we're too far away for you to hear us. This is a prayer for the work pillar. And Father God, I just come to you today a little weary, but asking just for the strength. Just asking for the words that purpose chasers need to hear in this moment, God. And I just feel you saying that this is not about us praying for our purpose or asking for you to show us our purpose, Father God, but just a prayer that we finally embrace it, God. The gifts, the talents, the skills, everything that you gave us freely, everything that you put in us because you already knew the assignment on our lives, Father God. I just pray that we stop running from it, that we stop dismissing it, that we stop ignoring it, Father God, and that we just embrace it, Father God, that we obediently just say yes Yes, yes, I'm willing to use what I have, not complain about what I don't have, Father God. Let us do the work that fulfills our mission on this earth, Father God. Let us do work that rejuvenates our spirits day in and day out, Father God. Let us do work that allows us to make the difference that you've called us to make, Father God. Whether we are in the field or we are in the cubicle or we are in a C-suite or we are on a stage, Father God, let us remember that an audience of one is still an audience, Father God. I pray that we can use everything that you've given us, Father God, to live purposely and die empty, God, because we came here to do the work. We came here for one purpose, and that purpose was to fulfill what you've called us to do, God. God, allow our lights to shine in the marketplace, Father God. Allow our lights to shine in the workplace, Father God. In the very places and spaces that we pray to be in, Father God, don't allow us to get weary in well-doing, God. I know that some of the, the workspaces that we're in, Father God, they are a challenge. We are under spiritual attack. We know that there are people in these spaces who are annoyed by our anointing, Father God, and so they stir up things to make it difficult, God. But I pray for anyone who's in a difficult workplace environment, right, God, that you start to shift things immediately on their behalf, God, that they start to see their assignment clearly, Father God, for why you have placed them in that place for this time, for this season, God. I pray that they be a light 
unto the kingdom, God. I pray that they drive out darkness in any space that they're in. I pray that they be such a light that they attract others to say, what is that? How do you maintain a peace that transcends all understanding, Father God? I pray that again, we can live purposefully and leave this earth empty, knowing that we've done everything that we came here to do, Father God, knowing that we've completed our assignment and you will say, well done, my good and faithful servant, Father God. May we own our value in this place God, I pray for anyone who is up for a raise or promotion, God, that even if they're not up for it, God, that they be bold enough to go ask for what they need, to go ask for what they want in this season, God. I pray that we learn to negotiate with power and authority, Father God, and that we not be timid, that we not succumb to any type of imposter syndrome, God, settling for things because we don't believe we belong at the table, God. I rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus that says, that we have to settle, that we have to take whatever people want to give us, God. No, I rebuke that, God. I rebuke imposter syndrome. I rebuke anything that says that we don't belong at the table, God. I pray that we accept divine and unmerited favor as our birthright, God. I pray that we open our mouths because we understand that words have power, Father God. And so we don't sit quietly just allowing people to do whatever they want as we are in our workspace, Father God, but that we stand boldly knowing that you are on our side, God. May we never forget the purpose May we never dismiss the call. May we never ignore the nudge, God, when you were telling us it's time to leave a certain season, Father God, that we have outgrown certain spaces, that we're no longer supposed to give our gifts and talents in a certain space, Father God. May we never allow a workplace environment to make us question the gift because we're using the right gift in the wrong place, Father God. May we honor those who are above us and in any type of workplace authority, God, and may we show up in excellence and do the best that we possibly can. But may we never assume that any job, any boss, any workplace, God, is the source. May we know that it is a resource that you've given us for such a season as this, but that when is time is up, that we honor the fact that the time is up and that we know where all our blessings flow from. A prayer for the money pillar. God, I pray that you remove any stigma and in intimidation around finances, God. I pray for those purpose chasers who for so long have said, I'm not a money person. I don't understand money. I don't understand finance. I wish I didn't have to do this, God. I pray that you replace that when I am ready and willing and able to manage my finances boldly and confidently, Father God. I pray for nothing but overflow and abundance for every person who is under the sound of my voice, Father God. I pray first that you give them overflow and abundance in their spirit, Father God. I pray that you teach and show them that they don't get what they want. They get what they believe, Father God. And I pray that you shift their beliefs around money, God. I pray for anyone who grew up feeling that money was the root of all evil, who grew up hearing these misquoted scriptures, God, who grew up feeling that in order to be closer to you, that they had to be paupers, Father God. I pray against any notion that being broke and being poor is noble. I pray against any notion that not having and going without somehow makes you a better human being, Father God. I pray for money to overflow into the hands of purpose chasers, Father God, because they will know what to do with it, Father God. Not only will they manage it wisely, God, but they will be great stewards. They will be great givers. They will make sure that the kingdom is provided for and taken care of, God, that people who have less than will always be nurtured, that 
everyone who needs from them, Father God, that they will be in a place to actually give God. I pray so much that where they are confounded, Father God, that you make it simple, where they are confused about what to do with money, that you make it simple, Father God. I pray right now for canceled debt and surprise checks in the mail, Father God. I pray that they start to attract windfalls, Father God. I pray that money just start to appear, God, not because you're some type of genie, Father God, and I don't want to minimize or discredit you in any type of way like that, God, but I believe that prosperity is our birthright, Father God, and I believe that you can add more money to our lives, God, with peace and with ease and with grace. God, I rebuke any sentiment that it has to come with some type of struggle and stress and strife, Father God. I pray that as we learn to walk in our purpose, God, that you just add the peace, the prosperity with it, Father God. I don't know what the needs are of every single person who is listening, God, but you do. And so I pray that their needs be met, the spoken and unspoken needs, God, the things that they cry on their pillow at night about, Father God. I pray that you meet their needs, God. I pray that every person in this community starts to see a shift in how they deal with their finances, Father God. I pray that because they honor the other pillars, because they may not know what to do in every area, but with the things they do know how to do, God, because they are obedient and they're giving you something to bless and they're taking the next best step, Father God, that you allow it to show up and manifest in their finances, Father God. I pray that we be lenders and not borrowers. I pray that we see all debt as a hindrance to being able to do your will, Father God, that we don't divide debt into good debt and bad debt, Father God, that we know that it's a trick from the enemy, that it's a trick from this society to keep us bound, to keep us stuck in spaces that do not serve our purpose, to keep us doing things that do not give us joy, do not fulfill us, do not allow us to have the freedom and flexibility to go do your work on this earth, Father God. So I pray against any notion, any mindset that says, no, I think I'll keep this because it's good debt, Father God. I pray against any of wrong teachings, any type of wrong teaching that they've received over these last 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, Father God, that you start to replace it with right teaching, that you bring them the right teachers, the right advocates, the right resources in order to make this thing simple, God. But I pray against any spirit that will make it feel like it's difficult, that will make it seem like it's too far away. I pray for the person who's in tons of student loan debt, for people who are in debt up to their eyeballs, God. I pray that you remove the shame, the guilt, the embarrassment, God, and just allow them to get radically intense about just getting a strategy together to get rid of it, Father God. I pray that there is no judgment in this community, that people are free to say, this is what I'm experiencing. And they feel nothing but love and compassion and people who want to see them be debt free and be well, well in the midst of building wealth, Father God. I just thank you so much. I thank you so much. I thank you so much for the download of these six pillars. I thank you so much for how it is changing lives all over this world, Father God. And I thank you so much for the obedience to carry it all through, God. I thank you for the obedience of this community, God. I thank you that while we don't claim to be perfect, God, that we just are willing to do whatever we can, to support however we can, to go wherever we can and just share this message, God. And I just give you all the honor and glory and praise. I pray for purpose chasers near and far, God, that you give them continued wisdom, discernment, favor, overflow, peace, abundance, prosperity, and that we experience every good thing that you have for us in this lifetime. This is my prayer for my purpose chasers. Amen. 
All right, there you have it. This anniversary episode is dedicated to you. And I hope that you can receive my prayers for you because these are the prayers that I pray anyway, even when you don't hear it or know it. And so the team and I thought it would be a great idea for those of you who maybe want the prayer. You know, you don't want to always have to listen to the episode. I made a printable for you. We made a printable for you. It's available at patricewashington.com forward slash prayer. We transcribed all of this and just turned it into something that you may want to print down, keep with you, put in your prayer closet, you know, just have it. It's again at patricewashington.com forward slash prayer. And I also decided that this will kick off a Faith Works series because I think we all could use a little faith in these days. <laughs> um, I invited two prayer warriors to demystify praying and just make it something that's not so uncomfortable and not so difficult. And I have to be honest with you, as I sit here recording this and it'll be some days before we hit publish, I'm nervous. <laughs> I've never done anything like this before, and I'm not sure that I've ever heard it before. But again, I'm being obedient, and this is what I was led to do. So I know that in October, we are kicking off so many episodes that talk a lot about money and business and just things that will help you get equipped as we look to finish 2020 strong and prepare for 2021. But I feel so strongly that I can't do that without helping you fortify your faith. Like your faith needs to be intact. It's the reason that the faith pillar is the fourth pillar comes before work, which is fifth and money, which is sixth. Your faith needs to be intact because 2020 is the type of year that comes to take people out in case you haven't noticed. And if we're going to finish strong, we really need to make sure that if we're saying we believe in anything that we're making time to practice it. And again, not everyone here is Christian and I don't expect you to be. I don't really care what you are, but if you say you believe in something, I hope you're making time to practice it. So we're going to really be leaning into faith for these next couple of weeks. And then the first week, I believe in October, we'll get back into all of the other stuff, but none of that matters to me without faith. So again, if you want the prayer, patricewashington.com forward slash prayer, we cleaned it up a little bit. So hopefully it'll be easier for you to read. Pass this on to someone who needs it. I just can't imagine anyone who doesn't need some prayer in their life right now. Real talk. Thank you for celebrating with me. Thank you for making Redefining Wealth what it is. Three years, well over 3 million downloads. So many opportunities, so many acknowledgements and lists and nominations. And man, just so much to be grateful for. So thank you because it wouldn't be possible without you. If you're not following me in social media, come find me, Seek Wisdom PCW. Seek Wisdom PCW, please rate and review the podcast. That's what helps other folks find us. And lastly, this episode was supposed to be kicking off pre-orders for my new book, Redefine Wealth for Yourself. Super excited about that. If you're not on our email list, which if you get the prayer, you'll end up on the email list anyway, get on the email list. I have something special I'm going to do for the first, I don't know, a couple hundred pre-orders. So I'm going to announce it to the email list and official Purpose Chasers in the Facebook community first. So if you're not there, Redefining Wealth Community on Facebook, 
it'll be available to real purpose chasers, <laughs> like people who are down enough to share their email address with us. It'll be available to you all first. I'm pretty sure it'll run out with y'all. And then it'll be opened up to social media and the world from there. But I got to do something special for my OG listeners and purpose chasers. So make sure you're on the list so you get the announcement about my new book. I'm super excited. It comes out January 6th. All right, that's it for me. I don't want to ramble. God bless you guys. Thank you for everything. And until next time, I want you to live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.